Hello, and welcome to IMJDB. I'm your host, Jim, and together with my Disney princess, Nikki, we'll be your guides to this week in geek, covering the latest pop culture in movies and streaming TV shows. This week, we're learning Konshu is watching you even when you don't want him to. What? As, as we tackle more Jackal in episode two of Marvel's Moon Knight. So it's episode 14, for real this time. Oh, yeah. I know I said that last week, but this is actually episode 14, our 14th week, and we've got lots to do. So uh, let's let, let's do this. Let's do this. Kicking off, as always, with WB, HBO, HBO Max, and Sky. And The Flight Attendant, as I correctly predicted a few weeks ago, Sky's confirmed season two of HBO Max's heightened murder mystery, The Flight Attendant, is going to drop as a box set on Sky Max in the UK on Thursday the 26th of May. It's not very far away, is it? Um, unless, of course, what happens to the airline here in uh, this this show is what's happened to BA and EasyJet at the moment, where they can't fly because they haven't got enough staff because of all COVID. Oh, yeah, OK. So, I mean, uh, that theoretically could happen. <laughs> I wonder if that would be reflected in the uh, box set. Yeah, well, all episodes, all eight episodes are going to be available to to watch on 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 the same day. Mm-hmm. And the series, of course, is based on the novel by Christopher A. Bojellian, and starring Kaylee Corico from The Big Bang Theory and Harley Quinn. Oh, excellent! And uh, we really enjoyed the first season of this show. It came from out of nowhere. Yeah, and, and um, it had a twist that I didn't see coming, which yeah. doesn't happen very often. So yeah, looking forward to watching that one. It really is. Maybe the BA and the EasyJet stuff while they're off with with COVID can uh, yeah, you watch have it. to. <laughs> You have to uh, you have to write a really uh, interesting mystery um, for you not to figure it out. I know. I, I normally see it coming a mile off, don't I? <laughs> Still with WB this week. No Blue Beetle news this week. That's, oh, that's, all, that's all gone quiet. But hopefully we'll hear more about Blue Beetle soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherlock Holmes. Oh. HBO Max are developing two spin-off shows set in the world of the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies. The best Sherlock Holmes movie. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, so those those were Sherlock Holmes from two thousand and nine, yeah. and also Sherlock Holmes: uh, A Game of Shadows from two uh, from twenty twelve. Yeah. It, it was quite steampunky, wasn't it? Yeah, and mm. and apparently Downey Junior is attached to produce. Uh, it's not his first time producing either, because uh, he helped produce Sweet Tooth uh, for Netflix. Did he? he oh, he I and didn't his know he that. and his wife. Yeah, Sweet Tooth was a bit weird, but enjoyable nonetheless. Yeah, Sweet Tooth's a lot of fun. Uh, so an, an untitled third Sherlock movie was in development, but hmm. it's been delayed by the well, it got delayed back in twenty twenty by the pandemic. What didn't really? Um, and there's no new date ad, ad, attached yet, but yeah, no two TV shows instead. Okay. Um, so now we're going to talk about the BBC. We really do talk about the BBC, hmm. but I, I caught a story that piqued my interest this week. Yeah. Uh, Eve Stranger. Uh, BBC Studios are making a show based on a graphic novel by David Barnett and Philip Bond, and it's a story of Eve Strange. Eve Stranger, uh, the amnesiac for hire. Uh, Eve is a black ops hero capable of amazing feats, but incapable of remembering last week. Uh, Every job she wakes up uh, with with a new mission and a bloodstream filled with nanobombs suppressed only by her mind-erasing syringe. What? Yeah, so, it's so kind she, of mind-bending. So she goes and does some black, black ops jobs missions and, and then, then gets her, about gets it. her mind wiped afterwards, yeah. What, so she chooses to wipe her mind? Uh, that, that wasn't clear from the synopsis. Oh, interesting. But yeah, it's interesting to see the BBC adapting a comic book and not a, not a very yeah. well-known one either. Yeah, I've never heard of this. No, same. Uh, I've had read stuff by Philip Bond before, though. He's a, he's a very hmm. out-there kind well, of writer. Sure. Um, 
think I've read a book called Black Hole by him. Okay. It was, yeah, yeah when, very, when very strange. potentially could be seeing this? Do you think, could this be I mean, like a Christmas drama? It's in, a, it's in a development with BBC Studios. That, that, that was all it, it said. Hmm. Yeah, because what I do really enjoy about the BBC is that around Christmas and New Year, we get some really good, like, Shows don't we like we had um round the world this year with round the world in 80 days, round yeah. the world in 80 yeah. days, David yeah, Tennant. With David yeah, Tennant, which was fantastic. And um, we've had loads of wonderful things at in that Christmas. Maybe this could be their Christmas drama, who knows? Who knows, indeed. Uh, so, still with the BBC, Killing Eve, uh, there's going to be a spin off about a spy master, Carol- Caroline Martins, who's played by Fiona Shaw from okay. uh, from Harry Potter movies, yeah. Um, She's, she's Mrs. Been in, Weasley. In all four. No. no um, Mrs. Dursley. No, yeah, Mrs. Dursley, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's been in all four seasons of the show, and yeah. apparently there's going to be one uh, talking about her early life in the British Secret Service. Okay. So it's going to be a prequel to Killing Eve, all about this character hmm. running black ops in the past. Well, yeah, because what we know about her in Killing Eve is always really sketchy, and there's always two stories for one situation. Yeah, we've, not, never, watched, we've not watched the final really season of Killing Eve yet. It is available no. on the iPlayer, we haven't got around to it. That's the benefit of the iPlayer, though, is you get to catch up on all that good content. Yes. Um, now, now we're back in the miscellaneous section again. Because, again, I don't know which studio the crow is going to land at. <laughs> no pun intended there. Um, but we reported last, last week that Bill Pennywise Skarsgård uh, is going to star as a total role in the crow reboot. Mm-hmm. And this week we learnt that musician-slash-actress uh, FKA Twigs has been cast as the female lead. In the movie, this is due to start filming this June in Prague. Who's the lead in The Crow? The lead, the lead in The Crow? I mean, his girlfriend gets murdered pretty early on in the As original. in, like, The Crow, the movie? Yeah. Oh, oh of course. Yeah, and, of been, course, he's... Uh, uh, he, he, yeah, it's basically about. his entire arc is avenging her. Oh, yeah, forget about after, that. After they're both left <laughs> dead. Well, well, she's killed and he's, he's supposedly dead, but he's yeah. resurrected by the spirit of a crow. It's very strange. And Rupert Sanders, uh, who directed uh, episodes of Foundation for Apple uh, and also directed the movie Snow White and the Huntsman, okay. is going to direct this movie. All right. Well, worth checking out, I guess. Yeah, um... Also worth checking out, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Oh, we, we we recently watched a trailer for this uh, A twenty four Studios project. It looks adorable. <laughs> yeah, very gentle. Uh, I don't know whether whether you've seen um, uh, Joe Perra talks with you. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of whimsical, gentle yeah, yeah. sort of tone. I felt it is. It's like um, someone sitting you down with a blanket and a hot chocolate and just going, "I'll tell you this story." Yeah, uh, and it being as you say, a bit soft and a bit bit cutesy but then flipping weird at oh, the same time def- definitely out there uh yeah I, i'm probably going to post this uh no I, I will post this trailer on the, on our twitter twitter page which is imjdb podcast and uh yeah so it's based on a series of viral, viral shorts from a decade ago by animator director dean fleischer camp uh he's returning to write and direct mm-hmm. uh and it, his creation is going to be voiced by jenny slate from great north uh parks oh. and recreation oh, okay snl uh, it's also starring Isabella Rossellini for some reason. Why not? <laughs> Why not indeed? But is it going to be stop animation like the shorts or is it going to be... Yeah. Um, well, it looked, it looked like CGI animation, oh, didn't, CGI, didn't it? Oh, CGI, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the original creative team were involved and Ooh. I think, like, yeah. Well, people are saying it's already like, one of the best movies of the year. People, are, <laughs> people that saw it at Sundance when it premiered. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, OK. <laughs> it should be really interesting. And it follows the story of this little shell with a tiny pair of shoes 
searching, a big giggly yeah, eye. Searching for his family, yeah. his lost family. Ooh. Um, yeah, crazy times ahead. Um, I mean, we have lived through two very weird years, so why not follow a, a movie about a shell with shoes on? Fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that, definitely. Um, so Amazon have got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, a new sci-fi show starts on the 14th of April. Oh, it's a sci-fi western, and it's called Outer Range, okay. uh, a supernatural mystery mystery western series. Starring Josh Brolin, Thanos himself, mm-hmm. uh, also won an Oscar for No Country with old, uh, for Old Men. We should yeah. probably mention that as well. Yeah. Um, as rancher Royal Abbott, fighting for his land and family, and he discovers a supernatural mystery on his Wyoming ranch. It's going to run eight episodes uh, using the Mrs. Maisel model of two episodes a week. Huh. Uh, so two episodes every week to okay. the end of its eight, eight episode run. Interesting. Starting on the 14th of April. Ah, so it's, okay, that sounds like that could be interesting. So it's based on a farm, but as you say, supernatural things are happening, it it could be anything, couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Josh Brolin's always been sort of, in in my opinion, he should should have been Batman, not not Ben Affleck. He would have been amazing as as Batman. Uh, That's my opinion, obviously. Uh, (laughs) But but still with Amazon, because like I said, we've got three, three more things to talk about for Amazon this week. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is started moving again. Oh, okay. Uh, so Amazon's remake of the hit Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie action comedy uh, was set to star Fleabag's Phoebe Waller-Bridge mm. and uh, and Community and Atlanta's Danny uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. Not Danny Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover. Um, I know what you meant. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. Uh, writing and, and starring together in the show uh, before Waller-Bridge exited uh, quite suddenly, uh, certain creative differences. Uh, now we know who her role is going to be played by. It's Maya Erskine from Pen15. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, she's taken over, and uh, Glover said of his new co-star. <laughs> Glover says of his new co-star, uh, she's dope. It's exciting. I really love the show, and I'm writing the series finale right now. So, mm. I'll be totally honest with you. I didn't enjoy Pen15. Um, yeah, but she's not writing it. She's just. In, yeah, I think my issue with Pen Fifteen was kind of the people in it. And the okay, writing. well you're gonna you're gonna hate the fact that she's gonna be in the Obi Wan TV show as well. <sighs> okay. But then again, you didn't like Phoebe Waller Bridge at first. So. No, I didn't. So yeah, and the new co-writer um, for um, for for Mr. and Mrs. Smith is uh, Atlanta and Fargo's Francesca Sloan. <laughs> oh gee. Someone who's worked with Donald Glover before. Yeah. So that's that. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, talking about John Cena now, he's got a new movie coming coming to Amazon called Officer Exchange. Mm. Uh, he stars. Um, a, it's about a wrecking ball of a cop who teams up with an Indian police officer to take down a diamond smuggling ring in India. <laughs> that sounds like it's the uh, movie synopsis of like a Fast and Furious movie, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'll watch it. It's John Cena. Why wouldn't you watch it? I mean, hopefully the Indian cop that he's teamed up with is Kumail Nanjani, because that would be just beautiful. <sighs> yeah, it would really Yeah, I'd love that. Uh, you know, that's not confirmed. That's just me spitballing. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping that would be cool. But yeah, the last thing we've got to talk about with Amazon uh, this week is Anansi Boys has landed a huge, huge guest star, mm-hmm. uh, Whoopi Goldberg exactly. of Ghosts and Sister mm-hmm. Act fame. Has joined the cast of Neil Gaiman's uh, adaptation, Amazon, Amazon's adaptation of Neil Gaiman's novel, 
playing a bird woman, the god of birds, and one of the story's main antagonists. Ah, okay. So, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg, always worth watching on screen. I love Whoopi Goldberg, because she's got, she's such an impressive figure to have on a screen, but she doesn't (laughs) dominate. She does when she needs to, but she has that wonderful ability to be a bit soft and step back. And, yeah, no, and, and I think... When you watch things like um, Deep Space Nine, with Whippy, is that Whoopi Goldberg and Deep Space uh, Nine? No, no, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Star Trek, the Next uh, she's also appeared in season two of Picard. Yeah, in, which in, I haven't watched yet. In but. some of those episodes, she's just an absolute joy. Guinan, and the bartender, yeah. Yeah, no, ten she's forward wonderful. on the Enterprise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Deep love for uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh yeah, yeah. I should mention that. Um, but basically, season three of Picard, the final season of Picard, Ooh. is going to be a, a next generation reunion because they've landed oh. pretty much the entire principal cast except Will Wheaton. <laughs> Will Wheaton. Except for Will Wheaton, yeah. Why, where's he? I don't know, but they, they announced lots of exciting names, including Brent Spiner coming back as Data. Yeah. Um, Beverly Crush is going to be in it. Yeah. Uh, LeVar Burton's coming back as Geordie LaForge. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Royker and. Um, mm-hmm. And Troy are going to be in it as well, mm-hmm. even though they've been in every season of the show so far. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, that was a little aside about Picard Ooh. season three. It looks very exciting. But um, I really look forward to seeing Nancy Boys. And Nancy Boys is great. Mm-hmm. It's based on a fantastic book. Mm-hmm. I, I love the book. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they can keep the tone, it's going to be six episodes. Okay. It's going to be a limited six episode series. Yeah. Um, do you think that's going to be enough? Neil, to, yeah, to Neil, cover Neil the book? reckons that's enough to yeah. do it. Well, if Neil, if Neil says that's enough, then that's. Yeah, originally, this was in development for the BBC for ages, yeah. and uh, yeah, well, now Amazon pretty much own Neil Gaiman from now on. After that, the thing is, though, Neil is, and if you don't know Neil Gaiman, you definitely would have watched a lot of his material without realizing it, because he's written things for Doctor Who and all sorts of stuff, is not he? Um, yeah, uh, Stardust. Exactly. Coraline. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's. Yeah. He's savvy enough and sensible enough to put his material with a studio that's going to look after it so, oh yeah 100 percent. yeah work it is yeah it's still got a netflix uh, adaptation of the, mm-hmm. the sandman graphic mm-hmm. novel series coming as well and of course good omens as well good omens too yeah, yeah which so season one's already out there yeah season two's on amazon which is, at the moment. Which, is a, which is just <clears throat> beautiful to watch and yeah i'm really looking forward to more neil gaiman stuff coming soon yeah um moving to apple tv now okay Lots from Apple this week as well. Oh. They were quiet last week. Nothing they from were. Apple last They're week. Like, this week. We'll do okay, this so week we're starting. No we're starting with Skydance Animation, and they've announced that their second uh, animated feature is going to drop in November. Okay. It's called Spellbound, okay. uh, and uh, Rachel Zegler uh, from West Side Story played yeah. Maria in West Side Story, and uh, also is going to play Snow White in the film of the same title for Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is playing Princess Ellian. Okay. Uh, the lead of the, of the of the movie, which is going to be directed by Rich Moore. Remember, we, he joined a few weeks ago. Yes. And he's now yeah he, he he was a big director at Disney for Wreck It Ralph mm-hmm. and Zootopia, mm-hmm. one of the original directors of The Simpsons. I mentioned before. Um, yeah, he's directing it. So yeah, I think their first movie, Luck, is out in August on Apple mm-hmm. TV, and this is following in November. So do you think Sky Dance Studios are going to start to have their own line of princesses? It's sounding like it, isn't it? <laughs> I yeah. mean, hello, Skydance Studio uh, Park. Where's that going to open up? <laughs> Who knows? Mm. Uh, sticking with Apple now, Shrinking. Okay. Uh, Ted Lasso creator Bill Lawrence and uh, Roy Kent himself. Um, Who, by Brett, the Brett way, Goldstein. Roy Kent this week put out a video confirming to people he is not... No, he's not a CGI he's character. Not a CGI character. 
tried his best. That's got to explain. be crushing for some. Um, but. But as far as the internet's concerned, the jury is still out if he's CGI or not. <laughs> no, there's no proof. But, there you go. <laughs> but anyway, those those guys are obviously the big writers for Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. along with uh, uh, actor writer uh, Jason Siegel okay. um, from the Muppets. He also is a big writer for Ted Lasso as well. Yeah, flipping love Ted Lasso. Uh, and they're they're teaming for a brand new comedy, Shrinking, for Apple TV. Uh, they've managed to get Harrison Ford mm-hmm. in his first TV role. Since playing Old Indy in the 90s show Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Aww. Yeah. Uh, the show will see Siegel from The Muppets and Forgetting Sarah Marshall as a grieving therapist who breaks the rules and starts telling his clients exactly what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. It sounds like like psychiatrist version of House. Or like in Liar Liar. You know yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. That, yeah. <laughs> when he goes in, if you haven't watched Liar Liar, it's totally worth checking out for just a bit of silly Jim Carrey movie. What that movie must be about twenty years old. It must be. But yeah. if, if anyone's ever gone in a lift and just gone, it was me. They're obviously <laughs> referring to Liar Liar. But um, most definitely, when you were saying shrinking, I couldn't work out if like no, the people no, were going to get smaller. When I went to snaps, I was like, oh, is this going to be like, uh, like honey, uh, honey, I, honey I shrunk the kids or something? No. <laughs> It's not, no, it's the, the, the American term for psychiatrist, isn't uh-huh, it? Shrink. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, so Harrison Ford is going to play Phil Rhodes, a down-to-earth, sharp-as-attack shrink. He's recently so been... So he's going to actually be the main character? No, Jason Segel's the main oh, character. okay, yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, Ford is playing Phil Rhodes, a, down-to-earth, a down-to-earth sharp-as-attack shrink. He's recently been diagnosed with Parkinson's, putting him out of his oh. comfort zone. Oh. I know, it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, because he's playing a little old man role. Oh, no. Harrison Ford would be amazing. I I can't wait to see this. No, no, I do think he'll be amazing, but it just makes you realise that... Regarding Henry all over again, yeah. Oh, bless him. That sounds... Regarding Henry, right? Okay, fair enough. That (laughs) sounds like it's going to be an amazing show. Yeah, another... could we be getting that? uh, It's in development. Okay. So, maybe by the end of this year, maybe. That'd be cool. Another, another Another show that sounds amazing is Constellation. Apple has ordered Constellation, a brand new sci-fi uh, thriller starring Numi Rapace, the original girl with the dragon tattoo. She mm-hmm. was also in Prometheus, the alien prequel. Uh, yeah. And Jonathan Banks, Mike Herman Trout himself from Breaking ah. Bad. Yeah. It's about a woman who returns from space from, from a disaster in space to find key pieces of her life missing. Oh. Yeah, it's from creator Peter Harness, who wrote for Doctor Who, and director Michelle McLaren, who, what the hell hasn't she directed? Seriously, mm. Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead... You name it, she's done it. So we're in safe hands with this, then. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, Severance, the mind-bending dystopian high-concept thriller that ended its first season last week, has been renewed for a second season oh, excellent. At, um, uh, um, at Apple. And uh, the series explores the ultimate experiment in work-life balance and stars Adam Scott from Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. uh, Zach Cherry from Shang-Chi, uh, Britt Lower from High Maintenance and... John Turturro from every Coen Brothers movie ever made, <laughs> uh, as well as guest appearances from Patricia Arquette and Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we love Severance. We've not seen the finale episode no, of season one we're yet. Watch that this afternoon. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. And actually, when you watch Severance, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it if you've got access to Apple TV. But essentially, the concept is that you can choose by choice to have a part of your memory essentially yeah. squirreled away. When you're at work, that part of your memory is like active, so you have essentially two lives. And when you leave your place of work, you cannot uh, access those memories, um, and you have your outside life. And when you are in work, 
you cannot access your outside memories. It's one of the most terrifying premises I've ever seen in a show. Like, if someone said to you, like, oh, that's going to solve the work-life balance, I could see a lot of people go, that's amazing. Mm. But actually, the more we go through it and we realise the reality of this It's darker than it seems, life, people. It's darker than it seems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And scarily, I think it could be a reality in, I don't know, 50 years time like do you, do you see something like that happening oh goodness me I hope not no. I mean I can't imagine I'd need it I mean I'd be a bit rubbish if I had severance at work every time I saw a pigeon oh can't forget what I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> oh, or I hear a bird or something oh severance has kicked in time to jump over to Netflix now uh, Lock and Key okay. Netflix have said the upcoming third season of its fantasy horror show Lock and Key will be its last okay but I all, think that's but all is not lost mm-hmm. Uh, as this is always the plan, according to Netflix and the showrunners, Carlton Coos from Lost mm-hmm. and Meredith Averell from The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, this was always the plan um, ever since season one got renewed and they've all worked really hard to, set, to craft a really satisfying eight-part conclusion to the story. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense because, like... Yeah, you don't it, want to it, drag it, does, it out No, it does feel like we are heading towards the... As you say, the finale, and they've planned it that way, so that's great. There's nothing worse than having a show cancelled before they can finish their story. Yeah, <laughs> Firefly. And if, and if you weren't aware, Lock and Key is based on the cult comics by Joe Hill, who's the son of horror novelist Stephen King, mm-hmm. and season three will release later on this year on Netflix. Excellent. Uh, Unstable now. <clears throat> Netflix has ordered a brand new comedy series starring Rob Lowe from Parks and Recreation and The West Wing, and, uh, and his son John Owen Lowe. Uh, they're playing father and son in the show too. Uh, the series is set at a cutting-edge biotech research company following an introverted, socially challenged son who goes to work for his successful, wildly eccentric father okay. in order to save him from a disaster. The series is created by um, the Lowe's and also a writer, Victor Fresno, who did some amazing stuff. My Name is Earl, mm. Better Off Ted, and The Santa Clarita Diet. Okay. Really, really strong writer on that. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it could be interesting. And now, finally, Disney... Mm-hmm. And Disney Plus. Um, the Muppets Mayhem, the new streaming series from Disney that follows Electric Mayhem, as they record their debut album, um, has cast Disney Channel star Taj Maori as Gary Moog Mugowski, uh, a lovably awkward diehard fan of the band who loyally follows them from gig to gig. And he joins Lily Sings Nora in the show, which is created by Adam F. Goldberg of the Goldbergs fame. Oh. So do you think then, rather than following the band, we're following the fan following the band? Yeah, there's a kind of bandception sort mm-hmm, of thing maybe mm-hmm. going on here. Well, that um, could work quite nicely, It could be actually. a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and now Ironheart. More Ironheart news. Uh, next year's highly anticipated Marvel Studios Disney Plus show has just added a Hollywood newcomer, a nine-year-old Harper Anthony, okay. to the cast. Uh, I'm assuming he's going to play Riri Williams' little brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his role, his role is officially unknown. Okay. So, yeah, there's that. And the last thing we want to talk about this week is Echo. Echo. This is very exciting news. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the CV of costume designer Stacey Caballero, uh, who's working on the Marvel Studios Hawkeye spin-off, Echo, she has created costumes for Alacqua Cox, who plays Echo, not too surprising, <laughs> but also for Daredevil stars, Charlie Cox. What? Yep, Matt Murdock himself. And Dip Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, Kingpin? Yep. Holy macaroni. Yeah, uh, confirming that the rumoured roles in the show uh, should lead into the long-awaited Daredevil reboot slash follow-up for Disney+. Plus. 
Um, also, on the same CV, we got official confirmation that director Sidney Freeland of Reservation Dogs will helm the series. Oh, great. And Echo will drop next year on Disney+. Plus. I think that sounds like it's going to be a so lot yes, of fun. So, yes, Daredevil and Kingpin confirmed. That's it's happening. Incredible. Do you think... You we'll heard see... it here first, folks. Do you think we'll see um, Daredevil and Kingpin pop up in a movie at some point? Uh, it's entirely possible. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, Charlie Cox has always been fantastic in the role. Like, you can hear how excited I get to talking about him. <laughs> He's a fantastic actor. Well, I think that was the saddest thing, wasn't it, uh, essentially, about the Netflix yeah. show, was the fact that they were not part of the MCU. But what a great chance for them to... But pluck... they were, and now they're not. And, yeah. And, uh, I don't but know. But what a great way for them to pluck him out and actually go, no, 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 we need you. Because he is literally Daredevil. Yeah, like I said, just bring Foggy and Karen back too. And yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be so much happier. And then we can have avocados come, at law. Come on, Kevin, if you're listening, please, Mr Foggy, please. <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> literally begging him. Yeah, I know. Kevin Farge. No, don't call him Kevin Farge. <laughs> I hear that. Who I is hear it? that often. Oh, no, yeah, many many podcasts podcast. call him Kevin, Kevin Feige. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like watching an interview with him or something. Come on. Any, anyway, <laughs> let's not disparage our competition. Uh, so we're going to talk about Moon Knight episode two in the second half of this show. So, yeah, that's um, that's, a, that's obviously a jackal again, isn't it? Yeah, it's a jackal's cop down. It's the uh, jackal alarm because that's technically our spoiler alarm. So if you haven't watched Moonlight Season uh, Episode 2, now's the perfect time to stop listening and come back to us once you've watched it. Indeed it is. Or if you don't care about spoilers, listen on. Yeah, listen on. Okay, so we see the aftermath of the museum attack. uh, And unfortunately for Stephen, who wakes up back at home, he has to go back to work to face the music. (laughs) getting pulled into an office by HR. Oh. Yeah, you see, the jackal was invisible to security footage and, yeah, unfortunately he's sacked as a, con- as a consequence of his supposed actions destroying the toilets. I mean, I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, if I kicked and ma- smashed up the toilets at work, I think I would expect to be fired, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no footage of him doing it, though, so I, I don't no, know. No, but Just there is see footage him coming of him in and out, going yeah, into the toilets and footage of him coming out the toilets. And in, invisible. That, and in that time, the toilets are destroyed. Yeah, and I mean, technically, he did destroy the toilets because he was Moon Knight, even yeah. though he... Yeah, it's, it's confusing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, he uses the key card that he found with the flip phone uh, and goes to a storage facility to find the locker. And if you pause and scan the QR code... On the mm-hmm. locker, yep. you will be taken to a free digital copy of Moon Knight's second ever appearance in comics in Werewolf by Night issue 32. I said that to you. I was watching. I was like, oh, I wonder what that QR code does. Yeah, there was also a QR code in the first episode uh, by a sarcophagus in the British Museum. If you scan that, you get taken to Moon Knight's first appearance. Oh, I love little uh, Easter in, eggs um, like that. Werewolf by Night uh, 31. Hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. The, so the scarab is stored in there and... Um, and a lot of guns. Yeah, and then he learns that Mark Spector's been living out of the locker, pretty much. Yeah, there's a bed it's a in soldier there. Soldier of fortune, and... mer- mercenary yeah. type. Um, I guess it's a good place to be anonymous, isn't it? Yeah, and he confronts him, him in reflection form. Mark Spector reveals to Grant that he's actually the avatar of the Egyptian moon god Khonshu. Mm-hmm. Uh, upon leaving, he meets Spector's wife, Layla, played amazingly by Mae Kalamawi. Yeah, she dri- drives up on a motorbike, doesn't she? Yeah, uh, and she's unaware of Stephen's existence and refuses to believe he's not her husband. Mm-hmm. Or ex-husband. 
as she has the divorce papers that he sent her to sign. Yeah. Uh, he's then arrested by two inverted commas cops. Uh, sent Who, by... The whole way you were like, they're not real cops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally legit. Uh, sent by Arthur Harrow. Um, and, esco- with the glass and he's escorted to an idyllic community in an Egyptian-esque temple in London. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of um, Egyptian-inspired architecture around London, isn't there? So, is there? I've yeah, no idea. there is. If I've you never think, seen it. <laughs> you know, all you've got to do is um, look up, which I know sounds really silly. Yeah, I know. I, but, I don't look um, up. you know, if, if there's ever... There's so many pillars and there's lots of Greek design as well as Egyptian and there's lots of different cultures that have been... Um, that we've basically has been inspired by with a lot of different architecture. So, so yeah, he's pulled into this rather strange cult. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's, it's shades a of cult. Uh, shades of hot fuzz here as well. Yes, the greater good. Greater good indeed. So Harrow um, confesses that he was the original avatar for Konshu, but left to follow Amit, uh, the, the the other goddess, uh, because. He preferred her preemptive approach compared to Conchie's Fist of Vengeance, which is a reference to both comic book series, okay. Fist of Moonlight, Fist of Conchie, yeah. and also Vengeance of the Moonlight. That's kind of put together. That's, oh, cute. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so Harrow needs the Scarab to locate her tomb to resurrect her to purge humanity's evil for the greater good. The greater good. <laughs> he and Layla try to escape, and she urges him to summon the suit. In an amazing sequence. Yeah, it was um, Which manifests as the Mr. Knight persona from the comics by Declan Shelby and Geordie Belair. Mm-hmm. They were on Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, but Paul Stephen is woefully in- ineffective as an avatar. Yeah. Uh, as Harrow summons another jackal to do his bidding. Uh-oh. Uh, so Stephen does his best, landing a few powerful blows on the beast. Uh, he basically gets mullered. Yeah, he says Wagwan <laughs> at one point as well, which was hilarious to me. Why? Because it, it's a Londonism, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. When celebrating hitting it, he says Wagwan. Ah. <laughs> that was very funny. Um, there's a few blows on the beast, but it's clear that he's out of, out of his depth. Mm. Um, and Mark takes over his Moon Knight and Saves owns it. Yeah, it spectacularly impales the jackal on a spire. Uh, reducing it to dust. Yeah, but you know, if you did that to a real jackal, that wouldn't happen. You know, no, that, don't this you? is a magical jackal. This is a magical. Don't go jackal. picking fights with real jackals, people. Don't put them on kebab skewers. Jackals it won't don't look like kindly it. on you. No one um, will. <laughs> and you know, jackals deserve our love and a praise at a distance, not to be skewered on buildings of London. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Uh, Stephen uh, pleads for his body back, but Mark refuses, yeah. smashing Grant's reflection in a rage mm-hmm. before conversing with Konshu as the god threatens that Layla will be his next avatar yeah. if Mark fails in his mission. Yeah, because he basically has um, defaulted on the contract he had with Konshu, right? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, totally what's happened. Uh, Harrow regains the, gar- the scarab after mercilessly killing a homeless man for it. Mm. And... Mark Spector awakes in Egypt, as you predicted. I did. I said, how long till this show ends up in Egypt? How long do you think? You said, oh, next week. Yeah. And you were completely right. Yeah, you uh, He wakes up in, e- in Egypt, ready for the next phase of Konshu's quest. 
And that was episode two of Moon Knight. It was a cracking episode. It's getting, it? Yeah, I mean, I hope it just gets better every week now. It looks like maybe we're going to go into Indiana Jones, the mummy-style yeah, yeah. territory yeah, next yeah. week, which I'm totally here, all here for. Hope we get to see Stephen again, though. I never... I never thought that I would I would love, love I Stephen Grant as much as I yeah. do. Yeah, because um, he's got that lovely like bumbling aroundness that that we all have within us, and he's just a guy just trying to do the best he can, and he's very 100%. relatable. Yeah, he's very relatable. So yeah, lots of fun with Moon Knight there. Mhm, mhm. Um, and guys, let us know what you think of Moon Knight. Are you enjoying it? Um, what's been your highlight? Are what? you enjoying our breakdowns of it? Yeah, absolutely. Let us know on Twitter, which is IMJDP Podcast. That's it. Drop us a DM or indeed, you know, tag us in anything that you're watching that we're not watching and be interested for you to join the conversation with us. Indeed it would. Uh-huh. Indeed it would. And uh, yeah, uh, Taskmaster's back on Thursday. I literally cannot wait. Uh, the, the comedy challenge show on Channel 4. Literally the best comedy TV show. <laughs> Where is uh, the Legends one? I don't know. I need more Lisa Tarbuck. More. That would be nice. Yeah, I love her so um, much. Yeah, and, and of course, uh, that Outer Range starts on the 14th of April as well. Yeah. So lots of, uh, some stuff to look forward to there this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, please, please, if you haven't already, uh, please rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, follow us. That means you get the next episode immediately after it's released. Yeah. Uh, please leave us a review as well because that helps people find the podcast and we're always looking for new listeners so if you know anyone that you want to pass us on to please just spam the link relentlessly at them yeah yeah feel free (laughs) just go out of your way there and just harass them with links but seriously we love doing this and we love talking to all of you Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah until next time yeah that's all from me that's all from me and And send send it it to to the the internet. internet laters gators